Well, hello. Welcome to the Empty Nestor Therapy Podcast. And my name's Rich. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. <clears throat> hey. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's my favorite day of the week. Why? Well, because Friday just, like, you don't want to go to work. You're not really very efficient on Fridays. Fridays are kind of a throwaway day now. Well, kind of. I mean, you're excited for the day, so you just aren't very efficient. But Thursday, like, you're efficient, but you're like, woohoo, Friday is coming. Well, uh, welcome guys to the uh, podcast by two empty nesters that are using this as therapy and um, it's cheap therapy cheap and uh, we are kind of walking through a little bit of uh, change in our podcast. We're like in podcast fog. Yeah, we're not really sure what we should be talking about. We can't see through the fog. So we're just going to talk tonight. Yeah, we're just going to. It sounds a little echoey. We're just going to wing it. Yeah, we're going to kind of wing it. I mean, we have some ideas, but right. nothing really solidified. Yeah. Well, how about you share some things, I think. Let's just give an update. Like, what have you been up to? Well, I do have a fun fact. <gasps> fun fact. Really? You yeah. have a fun fact? Oh, that's awesome. So, I went to uh, Seaside over the weekend, and we might talk about that a little bit more, but... I was there and I went to the Seaside Museum because I know that nobody in my family would ever want to go to the Seaside Museum. You are absolutely correct. And they also had this um, really old house that you could walk through. It was kind of fun. Anyway, um, at the, so I learned some fun facts about Seaside. Okay. So Seaside is a town that's about an hour and a half west from Portland, from where we live, and it goes straight to the coast. So it's a coastal town on the beach. Um, it's a resort touristy town. It has like saltwater taffy and, you know, hat stores and a carousel and, you know, kind of all those things. It makes it very touristy, beachy town. <clears throat> you can get beach sweatshirts and stuff. A lot of people uh, like comb the beach for like um, sand dollars, yeah, things like that. I love that. seaside. But the Oregon beach is like sandy. It's not, it, this particular beach is not, it's not rocky. It's sandy. It's a right. beautiful beach, but it's cold and the water is cold. So it's not a beach you like play in. It's a beach you walk, but not play in. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> interestingly enough, seaside has always been a resort town. Okay. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. And the trains came there from Portland and it was as a destination town. It was always a resort town. It was never right. anything else. Now, they did have timber industry between Portland and Seaside. Right. I know that. that and so sense. sometimes, the, you know, the timber industry lived there or whatever. But oftentimes they didn't because mm-hmm. it was a resort town and they didn't want to live in a resort town. Right. A um, couple other interesting facts is that there's a, a river that kind of runs through it. Mm-hmm. It's maybe a half a, maybe not even half a mile off of, from the ocean. Right. And originally there were two cities. There was West Seaside and Seaside. Oh, okay. Because the river. Right. There's that little cut river. Through them. So there were actually yeah. two separate cities. Oh, okay. The other thing is, is if you go to Seaside, there's kind of a main street. It's called Broadway. And at the right. end of the street is kind of this little roundabout. Right. And it's called the promenade. Right. The prom. And on the corner of the promenade, the, there was a public pool. Oh. But they pumped the water from the ocean oh. into the pool and warmed it. So it was a saltwater 
heated. <laughs> Salt water okay. pool. But it was heated to like 76 degrees. So still chilly. Not warm, warm. But not 50. Wow. So, um, so yeah, kind of interesting. And the other thing that was kind of interesting is that they had a fire one time. I can't remember oh. the year. Wow. But the entire city came out and did a bucket brigade and like saved the rest of the town. It was kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. They also have an annual Dahlia parade and all the floats are decorated by kids, but it all is the same kind of like all the floats have to be a hundred percent Dahlia's kind of wow. like the Rose Parade. Like the Rose parade. Uh-huh. Hmm. But it's wow. more of a kid parade. Okay. Well, so that's a go. fun If you ever want to go to Seaside, go to the little museum. They have some really cool dioramas and fun information. Fun fact about there Seaside, Oregon. So I will say that's probably, um, you know, we talked about kind of like what's going on in life, what are some highs yeah. and lows or yeah. whatever you want to call what's your, it. What's your week been like? Yeah. So I went to the women's retreat from right. our church. It was Perfect. about, I don't know, 40, 50 women. Um, and I don't normally do those things. So if people are right. listening to me. They're like, Amy went on a women's retreat? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't normally, I'm not kind of that girly girl person i have i have good girlfriends but i'm not like right. let's have a sleepover blah 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 i'm not ever been that like, get of out of my bed i'm trying girl. to go to sleep yeah <laughs> so i've never been that kind of girl so um but um i thought sure i'll go and they asked me to speak on a panel which was short so it wasn't the reason to go but um i had put on the registration okay would you be willing to drive and i was like sure oh, sure why not i'll drive i'll drive and so uh, about a week before the retreat, I got a call from a lady and she was like, hey, can I ride with you? And I'm kind of helping to coordinate rides. A couple more people might ride with you. And I'm like, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sounds fine. good. So um, we met at the church and I had a couple of ladies I never knew that I was driving for, okay. which was fun. I mean, they could have driven. It wasn't because they couldn't. Right. They had just thought it'd be fun to meet people too. Okay. So, uh, I was driving with people I didn't know yeah. and I was rooming with people that I didn't know. Oh, so you're like all in the newness of things. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of weird cause it was like, uh, I did like the day before I got an email and it told me who my roommates were, right. I had their names. I didn't know who they were <laughs> and there's three of us okay. and there's two beds. Ooh, who's Sharon? But what's funny is I have met people and slept with them like within the same time. Like, <laughs> Hi, nice remember, to meet you. And we're sharing a bed. Do you remember Twyla? <laughs> yeah. So I met Twyla as we were getting ready for bed <laughs> and she's like, I guess we're sharing beds. I'm like, nice to meet you. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's not out of my wheelhouse to meet somebody I'm going to sleep with. Right. I mean, you're such a floozy, such a floozy. Anyway. So, um, yeah, so, uh, retreat was fun. I think what was interesting the most, some of the kind of key takeaways was, um, because I wasn't really in charge of anything. Right. I just, just was showing up. Right. Um, besides driving. Um, and I was on that short little panel, which was like all of 20 minutes. Um, and I didn't come with anybody. Right. I was just free to just wander on my own. Do your own thing. Yeah. And so if there was mm -hmm. a group going to dinner or going to lunch or going this way or going to the museum or whatever, I could, I could just be like, yeah, sure, I'll go. Like, right. I didn't have to worry about who you're attached to. Was anybody happy? Is this what somebody else wanted to do? Is there something I need to get back for? 
Right. Right. And so in that, I got to have some really awesome conversations with people I've never met before. That's cool. And got to hear some amazing stories. Mm -hmm. And I, I just could continue to sit. So I met this one lady. She was on the museum little group. It was mm -hmm. only like four of us. Right. And we were walking back and ended up just being the two of us walking back. And then she was like, let's just sit and have some coffee. And I'm like, sure. Well, yeah. I have nothing else to do. Why, Why not? not? Why not? So I think it was really fun just to be alone, but with right. people and getting to have the freedom mm -hmm. to spend whatever amount of time I wanted with right. people. Well, and I don't uh, think in our world we do that. No, good for you. And the saying yes and showing up and being secure in yourself to say, I'm just going to go and I'm going to see what happens. So, yeah. But I think, you know, all the ladies were open and, and in the same thing, but I mean, wow, what, how cool it would be if we could just take our time getting to know people around us, like our right. neighbors sure. or mm -hmm. people at church and not just running off to lunch or right. something, but like taking the time mm -hmm. to just learn their story. Yeah. And boy, oh my gosh, I heard so many different stories, things mm -hmm. that you would ever believe people had gone through in their lives. Wow. So that was another thing. Yeah. Man, people got stories. People have walked through hard things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome, babe. So what'd you do while I was gone? Well, you went to retreat. Um, I kept busy. Um, we had a gym happy hour. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that we do at our CrossFit gym, we have really good community and we had like 20 or 30 people show up at this hop and cork place in Lake Oswego and we just got drinks and hung out and I kind of walked around and talked to everybody. I bought some appetizers. Um, not a lot, but I bought some yeah, and yeah. just people got drinks. We always let people kind of pay their, for their own drinks. Yeah. So that could get a little out of hand. <laughs> um, but it was really great. Sometimes, you know, I coach in the morning, so, um, I don't necessarily rub shoulders or talk with our members that go in the afternoon. Oh yeah. So yeah. it was really good to just kind of talk to them and they just had so many good things to say about the gym and yeah, that, oh, it's a really, great community. Really love it. And we, you know, you, you've taken it over and done a really great job. You know, it's, it'll be three years in, in February. I know. Crazy. So, um, they just were really thoughtful and kind. How and many people were there? Like between 20 and 30. Oh wow. That's awesome. Gym. I mean, yeah. that's like, you know, coming out of their way to come. Yeah. yeah like a five to seven. And, yeah. and I left at seven and there were still like probably 15, 20 people still hanging out. Cause drink. it was Thursday. It was Thursday night. It was the best night, day of the thir week. Thursday, 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 Thursday. And, and, uh, so, I mean, I think that was good. I mean, in, in the scope of the gym, I think the gym's kind of growing slowly. Yeah. Absolutely. We're adding, uh, we're netting positive numbers. Yep. Um, I think people are coming in and enjoying the, the gym and the equipment. They know that we've done a good job. I and mean, we had this, uh, this, uh, girl come into the gym and say, um, you know, I've visited a lot of CrossFit gyms in Portland and yours is the best. Yeah. No, I don't think it was even just Portland. I think she said she travels a lot Yeah, because we've gotten mm -hmm. some really good Google reviews. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're new to the podcast, Amy and I own a CrossFit gym in Lake Oswego, Oregon, and it's not our job. It's just this side kind of business hustle. Blessing that, we, that, that God have. kind and, of put in our hands. Yeah. And so we, uh, we run and operate that, but we have a great team that does that with us. And so, um, <clears throat> couldn't do it without them. So actually today I met with a real estate agent to kind of, cause our lease is up soon and that'll be interesting to kind of walk through, you know, and um, no, we've never done I've like never done a business, business a, lease like stuff. A, a commercial real estate like that's like lease thing. I feel like we're grown up. Right. Um, but we'll see where it goes. God's in charge. 
Um, I, uh, let's see what I do Saturday. Um, I can't remember what I did Saturday. Oh, I had something in the morning, but then I was done because you got home. You had a fair. Oh yeah. I did the wellness fair. That's yeah. Right. So Lake Oswego had a wellness fair and I set up a booth and that was okay. It yeah. It wasn't super awesome. Those things don't always, they always sound better than they're, than right. they're going to turn out is going to be like, oh yeah, we'll have all these booths and all these right, people right, come. Right. right. I talked people to, are doing soccer games and stuff. So. Right. Yeah, we, um, it was okay. It was yeah, fine. Yeah. We, um, it's always good to just be available out in the community though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. Right. Uh, absolutely. So those, that, that was while you were away at retreat. And then, um, I'm pretty involved on Sundays these days. So yeah. at church, so, yeah. um, you know, working as it the, should be working at the church and being involved. And then, um, I do hosting and do the announcements. I'm the announcement guy. So, um, the Sunday host Yeah. So on I, the stage, welcoming but, people, but I like it. Man. You do a good job and people give me good feedback. So that's good. Um, I think, uh, stuff that's been hard. Let's see. What's, what's been a little challenging this week for you or the last couple of weeks? Oh, just, I think, um, I said it even at the women's retreat. It's just hard being alone. I work from home. Right. And so, um, you know, you work away from home. Our son who lives with us still, um, he works away from home. Mm-hmm. Our dog passed away. So I'm hundred percent by myself. You don't have a lot. I don't even have a dog to talk to. <laughs> you sound <laughs> it's so, so pitiful. sad. Um, so I'm I'm alone all day, and yeah. um, I mean I I see people on my computer screen, but it's not the same. Sure. And um, work has been isolating mm. um, as well. Just the job, the the job that it is, is somewhat isolating. And so I think a combination of that has just made me feel very alone and kind of not really having a voice. So it, that's mm-hmm. been hard to walk through. But, um, you know, I think maybe that's why it was good to go on the women's retreat because I met people and other people feel alone, too. Right. You know, I mean, sure. um, I'm not the only one. I think remote people are feeling alone and lonely. Right. So I think that's a thing. Yeah, I would say. um yeah, I mean, I think being alone and being by yourself is hard, and especially if your job is, I mean, you don't have that linger time, you don't have that hallway conversation stuff, right. you don't have the, let's go to lunch together, that kind of stuff. I mean, I now that I'm going to the church office, I tend to have a lot of that. Like, yeah. Oh, and I mean, I used to, right, before I started working from home, absolutely used to, but... um yeah, it's just not the same. So I think those have been some hard, hard weeks and days and months that have just been lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think for me, things have been tough. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, I think um, working with people uh, in the way that I am, I'm always trying to figure out how I can um, grow them or support them. You know, I, my role is kind of a coach. And so a little yeah. bit. And so trying to figure out how to new, kind of move the needle. But you um, also have to know what motivates them, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you can't just start coming at them and, right. you know, telling them what to do. Right. Totally. So I think for me, um, that's been good. I think what I've been learning, maybe the next question would be, what, what are we learning? I'm, I'm learning, I'm studying a ton about Gen Z and like, Oh, interesting. Gen Alpha. Yeah. You know, now it's kind of, what's been the a, difference? It's kind of been, is a, it both? Is it, is it this, the, a different name. Gen Z is uh, current 
Um, like so Tate's Tate, a Gen Z, right? Tate's on the top end of Gen Z, and then it would go down to like um, 14, 13. Okay. 13 year olds right now. So anybody who's 13 or 12 and younger, it would be Gen Alpha. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. Fourth, I didn't know there was a whole new one yeah, now. They, they name generations like hurricanes now. So, oh, did they start that with us? Because uh, we were Gen X, X, but nobody was a letter until no, us. Yeah, right. They were the builders. We are the, no, the, we are the starters. The boomers, and then we're Gen X. Because they were like, we don't know what we to, don't call to call you. you. <laughs> we don't have a name for you. We're, we're just going to say, you're Gen X. X. <laughs> Gen Xers. You know, uh, there's so many different reels and little things online about Gen X. Um, it is the best generation. It is. But what I've been learning. With the best music. Come on. We, we do have pretty good music. Everybody um, wants the 80s. Yeah, Can't absolutely. beat the 80s. Yeah. So. Um, so you're studying. I think I'm just Z you know, and alpha. Yeah. So I think okay. it's just been a little hot minute since I worked with like middle school and high school. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Long time. And I think we are, um, for lack of a better term, I think we're doing millennial ministry to non millennials. Oh yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard right. to change. So, yeah. And, um, I think Gen Z is, you know, they're first, they're digital natives. And so they've never known life without yeah. a phone. Um, yeah. they know the internet, like it was like, a toaster, like for us, like right, we sure, a toaster. So, right, um, you know, there were days before there were toasters, um, but there. Was That's before. crazy. You just blew my mind at that moment. Like <laughs> there, I can't. I was like, what? Like there a were, campfire? There were, yeah. <laughs> I like over. No, I think you put them in like the oven, didn't you? Uh, uh, wait, I don't know what you put them in, but there were oh, days before. That will toasters. be the next fun fact, friends. <laughs> I will find out. There were days maybe before toast. Maybe you just toasters. didn't have toast. Right? Maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't have toast. <gasps> you had to slice your I'm own bread go at that point. I'm gonna find out the origin, the origin of toast. <laughs> when was the toaster? Stay tuned for the next episode. The episode eleven will be all about toast. <laughs> I think it's probably gonna be created by Mr. Burnt. I think you have a song about. I do have a song about. We those. might have to bring that back. <laughs> uh, but you know, Gen Z is—they're uh, just engaging. So it's kind of like they go and find their information because that's yeah. what they've been taught. Like, yeah, you know, even school says get online and find the information. So uh, if you think about like biblical literacy, you can't just sit in a room and talk to them for thirty minutes. Yeah, and right. so you kind of have to reframe. Mm. How do you do no flannel graphs? No flannel graphs, but even flannel graphs was a little better than sometimes what we do, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and that actually might seem innovative, right? It's right? tactile. It's like let them do it, like right. You know, um, yeah. So I think we're we're just uh, trying to figure out how do we. Hmm. Um, we're probably behind a bit, but at the same yeah. time, try to catch up. But in the sense of, you know, what does youth ministry look like? in and 2023 then, 24 25 you know and yeah. then in the future and so and beyond like what are the fourth graders going to be like because there's kind of no boundaries anymore like you can have friends that aren't just in your school like you can have friends from other states and from other places because they're facebook friends or snapchat friends or right, right. or you know x used to be tiktok or right i mean not Twitter, but you know, anyway, you can have friends from all over. You can, you can right. have influence from all over. Mm -hmm. So the boundaries are different. It used yeah. to be like, here's your school, your friend group, here's your mm -hmm. church, your friend group. And so, now it's like, Psh, now, that's out the window. There are a lot of boundaries for sure. I think, um, and this might be something that we talk more about in future podcasts, but as empty nesters, yeah, old people, and we have grandchildren, <laughs> they're going to be gen alpha yeah. or something. We have to, uh, we should be educating ourselves on how to communicate. 
like yeah. how to know what they value, you know? Yeah. Um, I even think of Tate, you know, um, he's our son. He's, you know, 23. He's the top. Yeah. Um, and he thinks about things differently than we do. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not wrong No, at all. Actually, it's pretty interesting sometimes Yeah, because I would, oh, I wouldn't have thought it that way. Sure. Um, but we have to, as I think as we get older, it's been challenging me to just go, oh, maybe there's, there's something here to, it's not like, yeah. well, do it my way because my way is the best way. Right. And this is all I know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which would be kind of a dogmatic approach. But I definitely feel like people do that. Yeah. Like, well, and I think, I think, it, I mean, I think sometimes we feel like we've earned like the, yeah. some right to speak into people's lives or we've earned the right, right. to know and have wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's true. But we've also not lost the ability to learn and be challenged and to be innovative. Mm -hmm. Like, like just because I'm almost 55 doesn't mean that I can't learn something new. Right. Like I shouldn't be done learning, you know? Right. So maybe it will be in a future podcast that we talk about. Here's some things about Gen Z that you may not know. Oh yeah. So we can talk about that. I think, um, you know, this podcast is just trying to help us get out of our little podcast funk because we did a couple series and we didn't know what to say. And I mean, we knew what to say then, but now we're like, okay, what's next for us? So I think we, um, we definitely want to keep doing this and talking, but we're we're looking for, for new topics and new ideas. And so, but I think, uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about generations and what, what they're known for and sure. the, what their even hard parts are. So, um, that could be something we could definitely discuss, but we could wrap up tonight yeah. on, uh, you had shared a podcast with me Yeah, and, uh, just tell me what you thought about it and why you shared it with me. Yeah. So I, sh- it's actually a sermon, but it's a, it's on po- it's a yeah, podcast yeah. forward, but, um, Erwin McManus, um, wrote a book, um, and it's a business book. Um, and he was speaking at his church on this idea of, uh, when the Bible says, um, you know, seeking you shall find, ask it will be given to you, knock on the door will be open. And the gist of it was sometimes we wait for God to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody we have to, Oh God will tell I'm me. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'll wait on the Lord. And I've done that actually. Mm-hmm. I've said, I'm going to let God write my story. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to push too hard on stuff. I'm really sure. going to be patient, which I think is a different it's a different but good perspective. But what Ehrman was... And sometimes you do need to just wait. Yeah. And that's okay, too. Yeah, because you learn a lot in the waiting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my go-to would be to do stuff. Right, right, right. Um, but he was just talking about that the Lord seeks us. Like, there were prophets that did. They seeked and they asked and they yeah. knocked. Um, they pushed. They mm-hmm. they pursued. They chased. They, they did things that, in the Bible, if you read the Bible with this, there's a lot of people you know, doing those things. And yeah. so when Jesus said, you know, ask and it will be given, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. He's, it was part of their culture to hear yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but the encouragement I think, and the reason why I send it to you is that we need to be still seeking. We need to still be yeah. asking God to provide and to give and to show. And we need to be knocking on doors Yeah, when we feel like maybe I should knock on this door. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and it may or may not open, but that's not the point. And I right. think the point is, as we step out into those spaces, that's when we really see what God's doing. Yeah. And I thought it was really good. So I don't I know. Went, what what'd you think? Yeah, I went for a walk today. So I uh, listened to it. And uh, a couple of things that I took away was one is that it was a lot of action words. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of action. Like God's calling us to action, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, you know, 
ask, seek, you know, knock. Like right. you gotta do your part. Yeah, you do these things. I'll be there. Do, I'll show yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but he also told a story about he was in El Salvador and he was speaking and he wanted to meet the president. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But before he started that story, he said, "Ask. You'll ask if you think you're owed. Like if you deserve it." If you're worthy of it, I think is what he said. He said, you know, ask because you're worthy. Ask because you, you're valuable enough to ask. You're expecting it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, be bold in your ask. And I thought that was really interesting that I think sometimes we're like, well, you know, God, if it's your will, you'll give it to me. And I think that's a fine prayer. I'm not bashing the prayer, but I think sometimes we, we can be more bold when you say, God, mm-hmm. this is what I really want. This right. is what I really need. Yeah. And I'm your child, you know, and he talks about mm-hmm. in the Bible where it says, if, if a child asks for a, a fish, would you give him a, a stone snake, or snake, snake or whatever, right, yep. you know? And it's like, no, you wouldn't do that. And so I think, um, I guess, my challenge to anybody listening is that you as a child of God can be bold in what you mm-hmm. ask and seek yeah. and if, knock for be active in mm-hmm. how you ask for right. things from God. Well, it's not this low self-esteem God. If you, if you seem, if you feel like I really deserve it, go ahead right, and right, give right. it to me. It's instead of no God, I'm valuable. And I do deserve, I, not that I deserve it in an arrogant, right, right, non humble yeah. way, but I'm valuable and I'm asking you out of the value that yeah. you created me to be. Yeah. You've given me some skills or given me some right. desires. So I'm asking for this, you know, right. I think of like, um, my son, I would say, well, what do you, you know, what sandwich do you want? And he'd be like, what do you want me to have? And it used to just drive me crazy. Cause I'm like, I'm not eating it. You, you are. are. Tell me what so you, you want. pick. Is it turkey or ham? I don't care. You yeah, know? Right. And I think sometimes God's the same way. Like if you just tell me, I can give it to you, right. but you're just not telling well, me like be le- bold in it. Well, let me work in your, in your bold faith. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. Like just let put me, it out let there. Let me work in it. Right. Yeah. Let me show you that I did hear you and that you are valuable. And maybe you're going to say turkey and instead you're mm-hmm. going to get pastrami, but at right. least there's a ask. Yeah. Right. Well, and you do risk the door being closed. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean stop knocking. Right. So, right. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's time for us to wrap up, but, um, thanks for tuning into the, um, empty nester, empty nester therapy podcast. Um, and we are just thankful that you, uh, episode you, 10, that you listen to us. So episode 10 season two. Well, thanks you guys. And, uh, we hope you have a great time and a great day. And, uh, we will be sending out another episode soon. So my name's Rich. And this is Amy. Thanks for coming by. Bye.